0: Track Smack with Don Hall. SmackCast. Hey there, everyone. This is Mike Haig with Race Day San Antonio, and welcome back to another edition of TrackSmack here on TrackSmackRadio.com. Today is a SmackCast edition, and we are bringing you breaking news from Talladega. NASCAR is going to hold a teleconference with the media. Here is President of NASCAR Steve Phelps. Here's what he has to say.
1: Hey, thank you, and thank you all for making the time to join us here today. Uh, we wanted to take the time here to update you all on some of the findings we've had uh, over the last several days. And answer the questions that you have about the investigation. We know this has been a difficult week, and we appreciate all your patience and professionalism throughout it. And we've looked forward to the time that we could speak with each of you, and that time is now. So, with that said, I'll turn it over to NASCAR President Steve Phelps.
2: Steve? Thank you, Eric. Um, And everyone appreciate your time, uh, as always. Um, uh, We think it's important to get back together as quickly as we could. want to thank you for your patience during this process. Um, I know there are a lot of questions and didn't have the opportunity to take questions on Tuesday. Um, when I spoke on uh, uh, late Tuesday, the federal investigation had just been completed. Um, before then, we were not allowed to comment beyond what was disclosed, and we wanted to make sure we had a complete investigation before commenting in detail and fielding questions. So we will be fielding questions at the end. Um, But as I said on Tuesday, we thought it was important you heard from us as quickly as we could. Um, At this time, we now uh, have completed our own investigation. Um, Before opening up for questions, I do want to say a few things to add some context and color around the events at Talladega and the days since. First, I want to touch on our approach and decision to investigate. As I mentioned on Tuesday, Given the facts presented to us, we would have pursued this with the same sense of urgency and purpose. Upon learning of and seeing the news, our initial reaction was to protect our driver. We're living in a highly charged and emotional time. What we saw was a symbol of hate and was only present in one area of the garage, that of the 43 car of Bubba Wallace. In hindsight, we should have, I should have used the word alleged in our statement. Many of you have seen the photo. As you can see from the photo, the noose was real, as was our concern for Bubba. With similar emotion, others across our industry and our media stood up to defend the NASCAR family, our NASCAR family, because they are part of the NASCAR family, too. We were proud to see so many stand up for what's right. I think it's important to briefly go through the timeline uh, now that our investigation is complete, it's not exhaustive, but I think we'll give you a sense for the, for what happened uh, and the procedures and the, and the, um, how we went forward with the, the investigation. So on Sunday, um, after initial inspection and prior to the race, a member of the 43 team noticed the noose in the garage stall. At roughly 4.30, NASCAR was alerted to the presence of the noose. At that point, we did a full sweep of the garage uh, by our security team and only the rope of the 43 team stall was, uh, was a noose. All the others were regular ropes. Um, at about six o'clock, uh, NASCAR senior leadership met and immediately determined this needed to be investigated uh, and began those initial steps of the investigation. At approximately 7.30, I notified Bubba Wallace of what was found in the garage. Um, After that, we continued to gather facts and conduct our investigation. We thought it was important to put out a statement as quickly as we could, uh, which we did at roughly 10.40 on Sunday evening. Early Monday morning, uh, FBI Birmingham office reached out to us. by roughly 10 o'clock, the FBI arrives with, arrived with 15 field agents to begin their investigation. We provided the FBI with a list of personnel with access to the garage, as well as video and images taken from, from the weekend and the 2019 fall weekend as well. During the course of the day, the FBI interviewed race team personnel from multiple teams, NASCAR officials, track fire and safety personnel, and track custodial staff. Talladega Super Speedway also provided the FBI with a list of events that had taken place since October of 2019, which is when the new garage is opened. The FBI reports back at the end of the day that their interviews are complete for the day and the evidence so far, or thus far at that point, was inconclusive, with plans to continue their investigation the following morning. On Tuesday morning, NASCAR received additional video from a team and provided it to the FBI. The video corroborates the testimony from one of the interviews that the the FBI had conducted that the noose was present in that stall during the Fall Cup event. The U.S. Attorney's Office and the FBI um, informed NASCAR that their investigation had conclusively found this was not a hate crime. Uh, we were asked to keep this confidential until the release. Uh, their release went out at roughly 4.10. About 4.15, we released our own statement. Uh, and then we had our NASCAR teleconference on Tuesday evening. So those are the events of the day. I um, want to talk a little bit what's happened since then. Um, you know, Through the investigation, the examination of the video and photographic evidence, the FBI was able to determine the news was present in the same garage stall, as last fall. It was still our responsibility to find answers to key questions, as we had talked about on Tuesday. How did the noose get there? Was anyone an attendant target? Was this a code of conduct violation? Are nooses present elsewhere in other garages where we race? So let me tackle the last one first. Um, NASCAR conducted a thorough sweep of all the garage areas uh, across where the tracks were erased. We so, across those 29 tracks and 1,684 garage stalls, we found only 11 total that had a pull down rope tied in a knot and only one noose, the one discovered on Sunday in Bubba Wallace's garage. We further determined that the noose was not in place when the October. 2019 race weekend began, but was created at some point during that weekend. Given that timing and the garage access policies and procedures at the time, we were unfortunately unable to determine with any certainty who tied this rope in this manner or why it was done. And we know it brings up another question. How could have gone unnoticed by so many people in October, 2019, and for the morning of on um, June 21, 2020. Our ultimate conclusion for, for this investigation is to ensure that this never happens again, that no one walks by a noose without recognizing the potential damage it can do. Moving forward, we'll be conducting thorough sweeps of the garage area to ensure nothing like this happens again. And we are installing additional cameras in all of our garages. We'll make any changes necessary necessary to our sanctions and our code of conduct and we will mandate that all members of our industry complete sensitivity and unconscious bias training with specifics and timing forthcoming. Going forward our efforts are best spent on making sure every competitor feels safe and every guest feels welcome. I would also like to reinforce that we did see a Talladega in pre-race on Monday. Our drivers, crews, and officials proudly demonstrated that we are united in the belief that there is no place for racism in our sport. We want to thank, we want everyone with a love for racing to feel welcome and a part of our NASCAR family. And our industry is going to protect our own against anyone that feels differently. My hope is that the fortunate results of the FBI investigation should not diminish the impact of that moment, nor the message our sport sent. The world saw our, the world saw our true colors and it made us all incredibly proud. Before I turn this over to questions, let me reiterate two things. Bubba Wallace and the 43 team had nothing to do with this. Bubba Wallace has done nothing but represent this sport with courage, class and dignity. It is offensive seeing anyone suggest otherwise. And frankly, it's further evidence of how far we still need to go as a society. Secondly, there's been discussion and criticism on how this was handled and characterized. Some feel that the phrasing or words used were not right. That comes with the territory, and I will take full responsibility for that and for the emotion that was attached to it. Based on the evidence we had, we felt that our, that, our drivers had, that one of our drivers had been threatened, a driver who had been extremely courageous in recent words and actions. It was our responsibility to react and investigate. And that's exactly what we did. I'll now open it up for questions.
3: Thank you. The floor is now open for questions. If you do have a question, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad to join the queue. If you're using a speakerphone, please pick up your handset to provide the best sound quality. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a question, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad at this time. And we'll take our first question from Claire Lang with SiriusXM. Please go ahead. Yes, I actually have two quick questions. And thank you for the news conference. Is there anything of the very polarizing reaction to this entire matter or anything that is perhaps untrue in the reaction that you've read or heard that has been most bothersome to you personally?
2: Uh, You know, Claire, I think that, you know, I try to stay off of Twitter as much as I can. Um, I do think, you know, anyone who would suggest that this was a hoax or manufactured or Uh, You know, that the events around this, I I just find, um, again, personally offensive. I I just, I don't know how people, you know, frankly think that way. And I'm I'm not going to try to, but uh, yeah, I would say of all those things, that's probably the most offensive to me.
3: And one other thing, some NASCAR fans have said that they feel hurt, maybe even embarrassed and they shouldn't, but because non-fans reacting maybe make them look bad or stupid or people reporting who don't understand the sport. Do you have a message for the fans who maybe feel that way right now?
2: Here's what I would say to the fans. I think, you know, Claire, I think it goes to, to the industry broadly and not just the fan base, which is, you know, there was something, a a member of our community, in this case, Bubba Wallace, we believed was, was under attack, right? That the events uh, that we found uh, that the, the crew member of the 43 found and the subsequent things that happened after that, that it was, um, it, we needed to protect, you know, kind of protect our ranks and protect, protect our, our family members. So I don't want anyone to feel, I don't think anyone should feel embarrassed, right? I don't think anyone, you know, those people who are not part of our sport, um, and are making comments about, you know, what we should or shouldn't have done or it was a hoax and this is all fake. I just, um, You know, I I can't I can't speak to that, but I would say, again, NASCAR showed its true colors on Monday. Our drivers, our crews, um, anyone at the racetrack, but more importantly, all the fans that watched it on TV. Um, I I watched it on television. and I'm not embarrassed to say I cried. Um, It was it was an emotional, moving moment for our sport. And I think an important one that suggests that NASCAR is welcome to all Claire.
3: Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Next, we go to Marty Smith with ESPN. Please go ahead.
0: Steve, good afternoon. Thanks for taking the time for us and for saying what you said about the media. Um, I'm curious about the photo release you guys just put out um, of the formulated noose in Bubba's garage. Um, What was the origin of the photo when and how was it taken
2: and who captured that photo for anybody that doesn't believe it's authentic? Yeah, that was that was captured by NASCAR security as part of our investigation, Marty. Um, you know, it's um, I, I think it speaks volumes for for why we reacted the way we did. Um, you know, listen, Marty, I know that you had, and, and and others had supported um you know, where we were on Sunday night and on Monday and, and you know, the twist and turns that this has taken. And, and we appreciate, you know, the the support that, that all people have given to, to Bubba and, and our sport overall. And, you know, I'll go back to it. I, I don't think that anyone should hang their head at all. I think everyone should hold their head tall and stand tall with Bubba on this and stand tall as an industry. And that's what we're going to do. Thank you.
3: Next up, we go to Jordan Bianchia
1: with The Athletic.
0: Your line is open. Yes. Steve, you said that you couldn't determine who put the the rope in the garage. So I'm curious, a couple questions. One, have you talked to the Wood Brothers and what was their explanation on why that was in their garage stall last year at Talladega? And secondly, if the Wood Brothers say they didn't do it, and that would seem to infer that this was done in a manner that wasn't intent to pull down the garage stall and that there might be a deeper meeting there. Is that correct?
2: So Jordan, I, um, we did have uh, a lot of conversations as part of our investigation with, with the Wood brothers, uh, as we did with, you know, you know, others in the industry. Um, and we could not determine whether it was someone on their team or someone else. It, it, we, um, but extensive conversations there, and to your point, we have no idea what the intent was at all, whether there was any malice in it or whether it's, you know, it was just fashioned you know, as, you know, as, a, as a news for a poll. I, we don't know that. Thank you.
3: Next, we go to Jim Utter with Motorsport.com. Please go ahead.
0: Uh, thanks, Steve. Uh, just a question. You went into the timeline of... Uh, Everything that took place that led to the conclusions that everybody was, that seemed to reach as a general consensus. I was wondering if you, uh, how much you felt the circumstances surrounding the weekend, such as the Confederate flag parade, the plane flying over the speedway uh, the day before, sort of uh, added the, to a confluence of various circumstances in addition to what already was going on, uh, in the weeks and, and month prior to the race weekend.
2: Yeah, Jim, I, you know, I would say it absolutely, it was, it was a factor in it. Um, I think that, you know, being at the racetrack and, um, you know, someone's ability to, to, to protest peacefully outside of our facility, we, we were all for, right. You know, guy flying overhead in a crop duster with a, Confederate flag saying defund NASCAR, you know, and, you know, frankly, all the point to your points, things that have led up to that, including, you know, the banning of the Confederate flag, something that we were enforcing for the first time that weekend. Uh, and, and fortunately we didn't see any incidents of the Confederate flag on property and, and our fans respected that. And, you know, it was a great first step on that thing, but yeah, were they heightened emotions and, um you know what has gone on you know over the past two and a half weeks in our country um and then in our sport? I think it absolutely um you know was emotionally charged for for a lot of people and uh, I'll include myself in that
0: and uh one quick follow up question in regards to Bubba. um as you pointed out, he really is, in in terms of the discovery of this had nothing to do with it yet uh, of course on social media and, and, and on across uh, TV and so forth, he's bearing a lot of, uh, undeserved, uh, negative, uh, connotations. I was just wondering if you had a chance to speak with him again since then and wondered how you thought he was holding up.
2: Um, I have Jim. Um, I've spoken to Bubba a couple of times. Um, you know, it's, uh, I think it's hard, you know, the, the kind of, twists and turns that happened on Tuesday, you know, it, it was surprising for me. I know it was surprising for Bubba. It was surprising for our entire industry that, you know, we're trying to point towards, um, you know, solving for what we what we believe was, you know, uh, an, it was an alleged hate crime, right? So that's what we were solving for. And then to have it be, hey, this is something that actually was coincidental, um, that, that's a very difficult thing to, to try to get to, but
1: listen, Bubba is a
2: warrior. Um, he is, he's strong. Um, he's, um, he's resolute in what he thinks is, is right. I I find it, I just find it incredibly disturbing and that there are those that are out there that just, you know, feel the need to, to spread the hate or to you know, spread false things. I just, I don't understand it, Jim. I really don't. Thank you very much, Steve.
3: Next, we go to the line of Bob
4: Pocras with Fox
2: Sports. Please go ahead.
4: Yes, yeah, Steve. Do you know is it a functioning noose? Does it does the knot actually slip?
2: I I don't know, Bob. Um, I I think that you know it's um, you know I I saw the picture um, and it it looked like. You know, obviously, it looks like a noose, and I'm no expert on noose, nooses, um, and I'm sure there are experts out there that would suggest that it functions or it can't function. I, I just don't know.
4: And um, NASCAR, you know, obviously owns Talladega, and maybe there haven't been maybe as many events there, obviously, because of COVID-19. But do you have any idea how many people have been in the garage and would have potentially have seen that from the Monday of the October race this year until Sunday of last week?
2: Um, I'm not sure, Bob. We can follow up on that. I, I don't know.
4: Okay. And just finally, is there a um, – did you get any explanation from people or do you have any sense of why nobody uh, reported nobody was startled? I mean, are they just so busy in the garage it just didn't register or anything like that?
2: Uh, I'm not sure, Bob. I will go back to the, the idea that, you know, our industry, um, you know, all of our employees and in our industry broadly, you know, need to go through um, sensitivity and a bias-conscious training. And I mean, we've got to, it's an important thing to do because I'm sure some, I'm not sure, odds are that someone saw it and didn't react negatively to it, right? So we need to make sure that doesn't happen in the future. So we can sweep garages for you know, nooses, which we will do, but we're not going to, you know, it needs to be, we need to do better as an industry.
4: Thank you.
3: Next, we go to Mike Hembry with USA Today. Please go ahead.
4: Hi, Steve. Considering
0: all this happened and all the things that have been said, uh, will you have additional security at Pocono in general and specifically for them?
2: Um, yeah, Mike, you know, we, you know, I think during this entire time, um, you know, because even before the, you know, kind of the, uh, goings on at Talladega, um, you know, Bubba has put himself out there and, you know, I know he's, there's been a lot of, um, hate that has been spread his way, social media and other places. So it's important for us to, to increase his security. And we've done that. Um, you know, we need to keep, we need to keep Bubba safe. We need to keep a member of our family safe.
0: And considering the, the, uh, the pushback you're still getting about the flag ban, um, do you need to be more aggressive about the reasoning behind all that, or do you just kind of let that sit and go where it goes?
2: Yeah, I think uh, here's what I would say, Mike. We've, we've made a statement that we're going to ban the Confederate flag at all our facilities, and when I saw all of our facilities, and I'm not talking about the, the just the racetracks that we own, but you know Marcus Smith at SMI, he's he's resolute that they will do uh, what is necessary to make sure there are no Confederate flags on their properties. Um, the three independent tracks uh, at our top series that we race at, Dover, um, uh, Pocono, and Indy, they also are very supportive of what we're doing. So um, we are not going to back off of that policy um, It is, you know, we've made the statement and we're going to follow through to its to its fullest. So so ultimately, when, you know, uh, we get back to full grandstands, um, everyone who walks through the gates or onto our property or one of our track or where our races are being held will understand that they will not see the Confederate flag.
1: Thank you.
3: Next we go to Nate Ryan with NBC sports.
1: Please go ahead. Yes, Steve. uh, I understand what you're saying that you were unable to determine who tied it or why it was done, but one, do you believe it was a team member who did do this? And two, if so, did you get any rational explanation for why a team member would have tied a knot that way?
2: Yeah, Nate, I I really don't know. Um, I, I, you know, I could speculate, but it doesn't, it wouldn't do any good. I I don't know. Um, and I don't know the intent of what it was as well. So it's, it's hard. And I know that's, um, you know, we'd like to have have complete resolution here and have all the answers, um, you know, based on the, the, you know, all the video and photographic evidence and, you know, all the interviews we were done, we were not able to determine who, you know, who crafted the crafted the news. So, um, I know that's unfulfilling, um, but, you know, there's nothing, I, I wish there's more we could do, but um, but we can't. And so we've um, drawn this matter to, to a close.
1: You also said that uh, you would have added, allegedly, uh, to your statements Sunday and Monday. You also said in those statements Sunday and Monday that a heinous act had been committed, uh, presumably meaning last weekend, before it was confirmed by the FBI that, uh, no hate crime was committed this past weekend. Do you have any regrets about saying that a heinous act had been committed before uh, it could have been fully vetted that that didn't occur last weekend?
2: Well, I think, you know, to your point, Nate, if we had said alleged, yes, you know, I think, you know, I'll go back to the, the emotion of the of the moment and, you know, I'll take responsibility for that. And should we have, you know, toned that message down slightly? Maybe we should have. Um, and I'll, and I'll take responsibility for that. Um, you know, I, um, I think it's a, you know, I I stand by the actions that we took. Um, and I think they were the right ones. And as I said before, given the evidence that we had, we would do, we would do the same thing. We would investigate it the same way. Um, if it comes to where we need to craft a statement differently, um, and I need to take a little less emotion out of it. That's something I'll do, and I'll take responsibility for that. Thank you, Steve.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have for questions today. It before returns to Eric for closing remarks.
2: Hey, can, I, can I make one closing statement? Yep. So here, I, uh, <laughs> I'm asking myself that question. Um. You know, I do want to say a quick close um, because I think it's important. I want to reiterate something. Um, I want to thank Bubba Wallace um, and everyone at Richard Petty Motorsports. Specifically, thank Bubba for his leadership over this past three weeks. Bubba has done nothing but represent this sport with courage, class, and dignity. And he stood tall for what he believes in. And we all need to stand with him. I know I'm going to. And you know, as we um, pivot now and look forward to racing this weekend at Pocono, um, you know I think it's important to you know make sure that we are getting back to you know something that helps take um, people take incredible comfort and enjoy so much, which is our racing. And that's what we need to try to get back and doing and We had a phenomenal race at at, at Talladea with a ton of emotion and um you know we're looking forward to getting to this you know quadruple weekend this uh of racing in uh in Pocono and um you know I just want to thank everyone for their for their support and uh for their time today.
1: Hey thanks Steve again. Appreciate you making the time on this and again, media, uh we thank you again for making the time today and on your patience and what's been a really difficult week and Uh, We just all appreciate it, and we're really looking forward to getting back to some great racing this weekend at Pocono. Everyone have a good day now. Thank you much.
0: And there you go. That was NASCAR's president, Steve Phelps. Now, for a full report of this story, be sure and check out my website, racedaysa.com, where I have a full story along with a picture of the noose that they found. Anyways, that about wraps up today's SmackCast. I hope you're having a good week. Dawn and I will be back later in the week. Thank you for tuning in to Track Smack SmackCast. Check out more at tracksmackradio.com.
3: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.